0: Ah, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Stuck in the Central Hockey Talk Podcast, Episode 7, uh, brought to you by Buzzing Sports. It is August 19th, so uh, if you're listening to this August 21st or whatever, you know that we recorded this on the 19th. Uh, I'm your host, Avs Rich. I'm joined by Hawks Tim, say hello. What's up? And Wild Tim, say Hello. Hello uh what, how's uh how's the morning been
1: it's been nice i mean i took the dogs on a walk i was gonna go fishing but uh ended up not going fishing i i ran into some people but it it worked out good i might be starting a new job and i just got my notes done it's, it's, yeah, it's good morning awesome.
0: That sounds like a phenomenal morning how about you uh hawk tim
2: uh been i've been up since about five thirty. had to do uh I had to do a morning shift this morning, and uh, you know, didn't really get a chance to get some sleep when I got home. But it's okay. I'm I'm chugging along right now. Nothing to get the body moving again, but uh, talking about hockey.
0: Of course. I mean, you got to – I know uh, you had a tough night last night, but we'll get into that. But um... yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm okay. right, right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what?
2: I, I I don't I don't I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for the abuse I'm about to take today.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna abuse you too hard. I'll be nice. I'll be polite. Okay, let's not ab- let's not abuse okay, so for, our friends
2: here. For, for, for everybody, for everybody listening, just 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 gonna point this out. Abs, uh, abs, rich, you know, is throwing this in my face right now. No, wild Tim already already sent me a message about wearing a Golden Knights shirt already this morning. <laughs> so, uh, you know, both these guys have already gotten their healthy dose of uh, kicking a man while he's hey hey, hey
3: hey
0: hey hey now hey now cool. I'm not I'm not kicking anyone right now. <laughs>
1: All right. I mean, this. I am mean, screwed. Hey, I'm
0: screwed. If important.
1: one of you wore a Canucks shirt after the series, I wouldn't have been too offended. I mean, it's it's whatever. It's hockey. I mean, I I'd, <laughs> I'd probably chirpy a little bit because like, why I, do I'm, you have I'm a Canucks shirt?
2: Fan. I'm a Hawks fan. I do not. Su- I, I, I I'm pretty sure that the only thing I actually like think about the Canucks is hey, they know how to destroy a city pretty good. That's that's true.
1: I actually do. I do own a Canucks <laughs> hat because they were uh they were affiliated with the Chicago Wolves for a while. That's and, true. Uh, that's true. The Wolves had uh like one of their end of the season sales and the Canucks hat was like ten bucks. So I mean yeah, that's a steal. that was a
0: sick hat. And I I mean the Canucks I, I I like the logo and stuff. I like some of the players, but I mean I've never gotten oh, really into the team. You know what? I just thought of something wild
2: Tim, we gotta chip in we gotta chip in like twenty bucks together, buy a shirt jersey for uh for, uh, no, no,
1: no, a, no, no,
2: a, no, a, uh, no, 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 no. A Quinn Hughes. No.
1: Uh, oh, uh, that, yes, yes. I, I'm totally down. Let's do it.
2: Let me. Let me. We're getting you a way. Quinn Hughes jersey. Abs, abs, r- jersey. abs Rich, we're gonna get you a shirt sure jersey for Quinn Hughes the day and after you're gonna wear it. wins
0: the Calder Trophy. I mean, I'm going. I'm going to set that shirt on fire. So. Oh. <laughs> that's that's a waste of money. Oh, dear. all right. So, okay. I'm, I'm giving you a warning. The shirt will be I, set I on would fire. Pay good
2: money to watch, I would pay good money to watch that happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd actually be kind of down to like throw away like 10, 20 bucks. You know, that'd be kind of fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm I'm not hearing anything bad about this rich. This sounds like a lot of fun. Well,
0: I guess the worst that would come from that would be, uh, probably the abuse I've been taken online from Canucks fans. They'd probably drag me out of my, uh, home and bring me to Vancouver and, uh, you know, they'd burn the
2: they'd end probably, yeah, they'd probably 70%. beat,
0: beat me up a little bit. So that, that yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: we, we good. saw what they did to their city. So, I mean, I can only imagine <laughs> what they, they'll do to you.
0: Oh, I'll be hanging upside down from a fucking flagpole or something. God, know. can
2: they please <laughs> make the Stanley cup finals this year so we can see it happen again.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's get into some, uh, sad news. Uh, does anyone want to get into this or you guys want me to
1: dive into it? I I, I can start it okay. off. Uh, Dale Howardchuck passed away at 57 from stomach cancer. Oh, uh, NHL Hall of Famer, all-time uh, old Winnipeg Jets leading scorer, uh, six-time 100-point scorer, number one pick in the '81 draft, Calder winner. He got 45 goals that year, and uh, what's crazy about that is the Jets improved 48 points better, like from their previous season. So that, I mean, he made a huge impact so he totally changed the winnipeg jets franchise he's kind of like the old jets face
0: yeah total legend
1: total
2: total class act too
0: i mean this guy's name would have been much bigger if he played for a toronto or a you know a rangers
1: or something like that but
0: it's just it's horrible i mean
1: i understand it's a stomach cancer it's horrible but what's crazy is like i mean he was only in his 50s i mean he looked pretty good it's like seven. this guy
2: was still young yeah this guy
0: i feel like young.
1: he played in the jets alumni game like two years ago or last i year. think he did like, uh, one, yeah. yeah and he
0: looked he looked like he was in his like 40s
1: yeah no he didn't look like old at all so it's it's kind of nuts like it's it's wild how life can just come at you fast but rest in peace to a legend and
2: absolutely absolutely. yeah god bless him god bless his family hope uh hope he get he continues to get the uh recognition he deserves for this
0: oh yes totally career. and i know they uh they took his banner out of uh um damn what the hell's the arena's name which one up in when, uh, in winnipeg uh, oh the mts yes oh the mts banner? yeah they took his yeah. banner i think they put it outside so it's a uh, it's uh flying high above, and people are walking by taking pictures and stuff like that. So that's really sure, that guy should have a freaking. Yeah, he totally that. should. I mean, I'd, I, I think we'll see one soon.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. So yes. Yeah, uh, any listeners, I apologize if there's any. Uh outdoor noises. I have the windows open today because it's a beautiful day mm-hmm. in tropical Chicago, Illinois.
2: Boy, it really did turn out to be a nice day today, didn't it? Nah. It's gorgeous.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Uh we're
2: going up on some tangents here, but that's all right. That's what you get out of us yeah. sometimes. So.
0: I mean, right now I'm looking outside, it's sunny and you know the, the birds are chirping, there's uh people skipping down the block. You gotta love it.
2: One of these days we'll do a nice episode while we're fishing. <laughs>
0: yeah
2: oh my
1: god that's uh, i'm i'm waiting for that day we're we're going to the chicago river i got a little spot uh i ain't Ooh. telling anyone on this podcast where the spot is because it's my Ooh. my spot but uh we're me and the boys we're gonna go to my spot on the chicago river uh and we're gonna record pod it's gonna be a good one.
2: Ooh. yes oh all right richard yeah, we got some good fa- we got some good good plans. We here. got
0: some nice plans set, and I mean, every, and then we, we catch a fish on the pod. And we'll tell you what kind of fish we catch, and uh, you know, we'll give you some updates about what we see. Them. Mostly, uh, mostly bluebill,
1: yes. a couple crayfish, some smallmouth bass, uh, some catfish. Actually, mm-hmm. keep keep an eye out for that one, folks. Yeah, we also see uh, some muskrat too running around. Oh yes. Actually right at my spot there is a beaver dam and uh me and my sister did see a beaver like in the dam the other day. Maybe nice. I
0: did see a beaver cuz I thought I saw a muskrat, but I don't know what it was. It didn't it wasn't a squirrel. It was it was
1: just a hint of muskrat.
0: Yeah, a hint of muskrat, some elk. Uh that that's a Reno <laughs> 901 joke for uh, the listeners. <laughs> Damn, boy,
2: you should be in the carnival.
0: <laughs> All right, let let's... God, you know
2: you, you know I I got to just bring this thing up real quickly. God, every time when the, when the quarantine started, you know, I just started going through a bunch of different TV shows on Netflix and stuff like that and Hulu Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And I probably went through at least five or six different shows from start to finish just because you had all the time in the world, you know? Yeah. And I can never, I can never hear the word or even hear about a beaver anymore. Thanks to uh, how I met your mother. (laughs) <laughs> without oh, without taking a dirty connotation to it.
0: I think I know where you're going with that. I've never seen that show. I've only seen like a Oh, my episodes.
2: God. And now given, That's a little Given how big, for... of Fox fans, how big of uh, hockey fans we are, uh, there's an episode where uh, basically one of the characters is, is Canadian, and uh, she was basically in a TV show that was just blatantly like dirty and made so many double entendres that it it, it just completely escaped her.
1: <laughs> All right. And for if, any if, if any kids listening at home, gonna... cover the ears. Yep.
2: It, yeah. Exactly. Cover
1: right.
0: the ears up. The parents that yeah. are driving with their children in the car, put the volume down. Yep. This is uh. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave you with 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 uh with just the title
2: of a song. Just look it up and enjoy it. From me to you, two beavers are better than one.
0: All right. All right. All right, <laughs> let's get back on track
1: here. Yeah, so, so sure. this is a family it's show. A
0: family show. This is a PBS Kids show. Oh, okay. Oh shit, our public funding came. To find <laughs> okay. It. okay, all right. So I'm gonna go back to you, Hawk Tim. Uh, tell us about this Rocky Word story. Okay, so the news is now. Uh, I can't recall off the top of my
2: head where the uh, w- which uh site it was uh, was from. Rocky Wirtz did go on record and say that his son, Danny Wirtz, who is the interim president of hockey operations for the Hawks right now, he will not be the permanent president of hockey operations. He did say that he said that he has too many important roles uh, in the Wirtz Corporation itself, so he's not going to be um, used in hockey for much longer. So the idea basically is, is that he's going to be replaced in the coming um, weeks to maybe months before the new season at least now the thing he also reiterated was that because there is going to be a new president um he is also allowing
1: the new president Wait, wait, to talk them uh, let let us leave politics out of the show. Come on. Oh dear god. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Right. I'm totally no, kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh-oh.
3: Uh-oh. Continue.
2: So, that being said, He did say that when the new president of hockey operations installed, he is allowing him to have full autonomy with the team still and the front office. So this basically contradicts what we were talking about about what two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, maybe maybe three weeks ago, where Danny Wirtz basically basically reiterated that Stan Bowman had a multi year contract and they have extreme confidence in him. Rocky is now saying that if the new president wants. To give uh, Stan Bowman and Jeremy Colleton their pink slips, he is well within his right to do so.
0: Now, what is a pink slip?
2: Basically, they're mar- they're they're marching orders. They're 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 sayonara. They're out of here.
0: So, get the heck out of town, type thing. Yes. All right. Well, in Bowman's case, get the hell out of
2: here, and we never want to hear your name. Anymore.
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, you and <laughs> I, and you know, Wild Tim, we know that that guy's a He's gonna. He's gonna be around. So, I mean, we're. I'm not gonna. I don't think he's gonna. He's be. not going nowhere. Hey, a guy can freaking dream here. Okay, a guy can dream. That's true. I mean, with the Colleton, I could uh, see something maybe happening soon, but uh... that would be nice. That would
2: be a. That would be a great start because this this defensive style of play that he's preaching uh, certainly was not working against Vegas, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Later.
1: We will. We're actually. We're yeah, but...
0: actually. Uh, what do you have to say, Wild Tim?
1: Oh, no, I was going to say, hey, that Jeremy guy, he seems like a real nice guy, so I think you're being a little harsh on him. Uh, oh, I never
2: said he wasn't a nice guy. It's just the guy <laughs> – you're completely right. The thing is – I'd I,
1: like to have a couple pops theory... with him sometime.
2: I do have a theory about his, his the style that he preaches, and, again, I'll talk about it when we get
0: into the series a little bit. We're, we are actually going to slide right into that series. You know why? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rich, before we do that, I just want to
2: bring up one more thing in the news. Okay real quickly let's just reiterate for a second um, that uh, Claude Julian he is home he is stable he is recovering and he will be fine nice um, so that that was, news. Co- that was coming over the over the news over the last week and it was being uh updated almost daily so uh yeah everything's good with Claude Julian thank God um, Montreal Canadians they're probably gonna be out, out of the series soon. Anyway, I don't know if Claude Julien being there would have made much of a difference, but again, we can address that in a few minutes anyway. Yes,
1: we will. All right. So, real quick, uh, are either of you watching the Blue Jackets Lightning game?
0: Of course I am. I am not. <laughs> okay. Maybe I uh, should
1: look into that. Okay. Uh, I would like to know where Mikhail Sergachev is getting these, like, CCM RBZ sticks, for like the white bottom ones from, like, three generations ago still like does did he buy like 200 of them or is ccm still making them i really don't know he's got a guy a he's
0: got a
2: guy question. he's got a hook yeah, up. i wouldn't be surprised if he just has a guy <laughs> he's
0: got a guy
1: yeah
0: it
2: would
1: not he goes on on ebay or amazon
0: i mean who knows that guy could maybe have like a storage unit of just all those sticks maybe i mean max. If I was an NHL player, I'd probably have a storage unit of a bunch of, you know, crazy type gear. I would, uh,
1: I mean, Mike Green a couple of years ago, he bought like, uh, stealth. Ooh, Blue Jackets just scored, but, uh, mm. he, Mike Green just, uh, he, Mike Green bought a bunch of stealth CNTs off people in the Facebook group, claimed hockey, uh, equipment whores. Excuse, excuse it's a good me. Group. Yes. Uh, so Richard and I are in that group. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good group. It's about, Wait, 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 hold, uh, on,
2: hold style. on, hold on a second, hold on a second. You guys can throw around a word like that. That's what I was. I mean, yeah. Song.
1: I, it's a it's about hockey equipment. It is not about inac inappropriate things. Uh, Excuse so, me,
2: I will have you know that that song is about the lovely creature known as a beaver. Okay,
3: okay,
0: okay. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That group's
1: awesome, though. I mean, there's people posting pictures all the time in there. Oh, I've, okay. I've been in that group since I was in like seventh grade i'm not kidding I, w- I was about 12 years old when i joined yeah. and uh wow
2: oh man yeah tim it- hey, i gotta ch- i gotta check this out though.
0: yeah wild tim introduced me to this uh there's you know there's players like garrett sparks in there mike green um I'm trying to think of another guy there's there's a few other echl type college guys in there too so they post some really cool stuff in there
1: but yeah like mike uh, they have the thing called like Stiember where like you're able to post pictures of like your like hockey equipment style and uh, Mike Green actually posted a picture of himself a couple years ago, and people went fucking nuts. It got like a thousand likes at least.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could post your sty in there, and you're just gonna—I mean, 98% of the time, you're getting roasted.
1: Yeah, you're getting ripped <laughs> when you're Mike Green. You're you're gonna get some. Uh, I mean, some people were trying to be hardos and trying to rip him, but I mean, then they got ripped. So
0: yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lovely group.
1: So all right, let's let's get back to this this. Hawks Vegas story. Yes, yeah, so
0: the Hawks Vegas series. Hawk Tim, you want to throw in your two cents? Your two cents?
2: Absolutely would love to. Ladies and gentlemen, Hawks fans and those who hate the Hawks, if you would, uh welcome to the postmortem, mm. part of the episode where we uh pay homage to those who have left the uh greener pastures of the playoffs. For the uh, graveyardish feel of uh, postseason,
0: all right. How's it feel?
2: Post post postseason, I should say. Well, I'll tell you what; it feels uh, much much better than it did for most of Hawks fans. Uh, a lot of the people I talked to this morning were very very upset and um, wish they could have gone on a little bit longer. But uh, it does not feel that surprising to me. It just kind of, you know, look. The one thing that I've been saying this whole series is that. Vegas is just in a class above The everything about that team from the way that they're constructed to just the, the way they execute their game is just second to none. The, yeah. the only team in the West that can even hold like a T to the Vegas golden Knights right now is by far Colorado. That's it. Okay.
1: I think a big thing, uh, with Vegas is they just have a very defined system. Like you know how Vegas plays the game.
2: You know what I so, like, about it, of, you know what I like of, about Vegas that I like that, that I'm pretty sure I don't think I I see in any other team though. The thing I love about Vegas is that when they play, they have a philosophy. They have that they have that attacking philosophy. Okay. Yeah. But the thing that's special about that team is that all four lines. Are they're a systems team every every one of their lines attacks in a different way? Yeah, and they come at you in so many waves, and you just don't know how to stop every wave, and it eventually just wears you down. It's can,
1: it's, can I it's, say something? I, I I actually got that was like probably my only prediction I actually got right so far. Yeah, you I said, said,
2: off, you said you said so nineteen ninety 5. five. Yeah,
1: oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. Here we I go. said in,
2: I said in six, and for the first probably like I don't know, twenty minutes of that game last night, I thought I was gonna probably get it right, and then the second period happened, and I was just like, yeah, nah. If anybody's gonna win third period, it's gotta be Vegas. So I I will say this. Uh, I was alluding to it earlier. Um the one thing about Jeremy Collton and his system that is just really, really hard to kind of come to terms with is the fact that I really do believe that system was made purely for european size rinks.
1: Yeah, it's I can see it.
2: Fi- yeah, it's fine to play that shut down style of defensive hockey, but when you don't have a lot of room and teams just got so much speed on you, you're not going to stop anything. You're really not. Yeah.
1: No, NHL ice is, like, it, it really is, it's kind of bananas, like, actually skating on NHL ice and realizing how small it is, like, oh, compared yeah. to when you're on, like, a, an Olympic sheet or something. It's When you're on an Olympic sheet, it, it feels like the other end of the ice is, like, a mile away, but, like, when you're on the NHL ice, like, you, got, you really don't have any room to move right. around
2: but boy, I'll tell you what playing on European size sheets, man, those were fun. Those were so much fun back in the day. No,
0: your legs hurt after the, you know, after a
2: couple of minutes. Hey, I'll you're, take the pain you're just, after If five you were one, if you were one of the faster players on on your team though, holy cow, you'd have a field day on that thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's you just tell you just yeah, just me. I grew up playing outdoors uh at like this place called the midway it's on like the university of chicago campus and it's it's like an olympic size sheet uh outdoors and it's like huge and like so i i had to adjust to that and it's like just getting from one end of the ice like you feel like you ran a marathon but it's crazy is it is is it
2: still around
1: yeah and during the summers they they have a, a roller rink there
2: so. Oh, very nice. All right. Yeah,
1: and during the winters, they have, uh, like, adult rats. So maybe we could get a uh, Stuck in the Central rat game going. Yeah, a little
2: rat, there rat, you rat go. tournament.
1: Little outdoors. I like that. Um, Something I wanted to add. I don't
0: know if you guys caught this. So you saw the, you know, the laner... Handshake line. He's you know shaking everyone's hand oh, and stuff man, like I that. I love seeing that. I love uh, seeing that. One thing I wanted to add to it. He paused with Kirby Doc for for a quick second. He gave him a little pat on the chest. It seemed like he was giving him some nice words of uh encouragement to uh, young Kirby Doc. I, I we're going to gloss over that. We're glossing over that name. All right. So a little uh pause. Pos- are, are you are you Kirby trying to Doc? make sure?
2: Are you trying to make sure that I don't say anything at this point? um
0: uh, You know I know I know <laughs> what you will say so we
2: oh i know I, I i know what my theory on that was but okay I mean, well no. what's your theory on that oh i'm pretty <laughs> being such a smart ass right now <laughs> <laughs> no i the, the, no i'm sh- i'm sure he was trying to say hey kid you got a lot of promise you know keep keep your head up and keep uh you know progressing and you're going to be something special one day but in my mind I'm watching that and all i'm thinking is man you got your ass kicked in this series and that's what I thought he was saying to him the whole time. Just slapping him on the chest, like, man, they were getting you right here. Right <laughs> here. <laughs>
1: hey, I, hey, I, I just got one question. Okay. Why, why in the world is Kirby Doc not a Calder Trophy candidate? Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> told should be. all
0: right. Don't open up this can of worms now.
2: <laughs> no, in all honesty, the. the if if anybody else is voted out of that. I get Dominic Kubelik, but I mean Dominic Kubelik was as much a throw in in the Calder Trophy race as it gets. But the you know who I would honestly put in before I'd even put in uh Dominic Kubelik is probably Martin Net uh,
0: Yeah, I love that kid. Holy yeah, he's That kid's good. But yeah, that's yeah, why that's why I would He's he
1: like this was like his first like kind of like full season, but like uh I mean like he's been he's had Times up and down from Carolina the past like two three years though. So
2: I mean, the only thing that I can say to that is that this is the first year of his ELC. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's that. That's kind of how I'm reading that. So he may have gotten like three games, five games at a time. And yeah, it just never, was Charlotte
1: through that uh, that on against the Wolves. Yeah,
2: exactly. So yeah, I don't. I I I'm sure that it wasn't one of those things where he had enough to
0: burn an ELC year. Yeah, I would have given it to Adam Fox. We've talked about this before. You can't have three defensemen in the run. Oh,
2: baby. Yeah, yeah, you can't have three defensemen. They'll never let that happen, I don't think. No way.
0: Okay, now here's what I wanted to kind of close out that handshake line with. So after the line was done, the Hawks players are going in the tunnel. Taze is standing by the door, and he basically cold shoulders the entire coaching staff and just goes up to Kane. Did you notice that?
2: Okay. So here, Okay, so here's the thing about that, in my opinion. Now, this has been a pretty well-documented thing with uh, the Hawks this season. Let's just put our cards on the table. This power play for the Hawks has been utterly pathetic. I'm, there's no other way to describe it. It's been pathetic. Literally, we had one good game in the playoffs with the power play. And that was game one against the Oilers where the Oilers, as they've shown so many times before, have more flaws than just about anybody. Okay. And I understand if Jeremy Colleton has leverage to say, Oh, I made it to the first round. I got us. I got us there. You know, look at me, give me another year kind of thing. But under no circumstances, should you ever, ever let Thomas my come back next year? and he is one of the assistant coaches he's the head of the power play absolutely no excuse for coming back and let's be honest with Joe, with with uh, Jonathan Taves doing what he did walking past them and giving them the cold shoulder or at least making it look like that i'm sure everybody was a little pissed off with the fact that john quinville started game 6 or game 5 in place of alex Nylander. now i'm i'm not I'm not a fan of what Alex Nylander has been doing in this, uh, doing in these playoffs. He hasn't been spectacular by any stretch of the imagination.
1: But when I think of the Nylander brothers, I think of work ethic.
0: Yeah, and I <laughs> yeah, think a of lack, uh, yeah. a lack thereof. I think of Alex Nylander first too.
1: So yes, Alex is the good one. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but but this is my point is. He, Jeremy Colleton was making so many bad decisions in these playoffs despite making it to the first round.
0: Now, do, it, I know some of the guys in Colleton's staff aren't Colleton's guys. Aren't they? Uh, Mitel
2: is, though. Mitel is,
0: all right. Mitel is. Thomas Mitel is. He was with Colleton in Europe. I mean, I mean, this this whole staff needs to go. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, if I had it my
2: way, yeah clean slate with them and uh, get rid of the general manager and even the AGMs possibly. But I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, your old pal Mark Crawford ends up sticking around for a little while. Oh, Why is that? Because I'll be honest with you. If there's one thing that happened this season that I'm actually kind of impressed with, it's the penalty kill.
0: That's what he does bring. It, he does bring a good penalty kill
2: yeah and and I'll tell you what that was what he did that was what he did so well with this team, so you know, hey, it's something it's something it was something that helped. I don't know if it was down to personnel was a little bit better this season or if it was actually him putting in a system in place that actually worked, but Jesus, last season, if you got a if you got a power play against the Hawks, you were guaranteed to score mm-hmm. we had We had the worst penalty kill percentage by I think like five or six percent last year.
0: So say colletton has gone. Um, say Crawford sticks around and they bring in a new coaching and then he brings in a zoo power play type guy. Would he keep Crawford, you think? Or I'm I'm just adding in some I, I yeah
2: yeah. No, no no. I mean like again, it, just just kind of thinking about it in a in a in kind of a non-biased kind of perspective. I can see the merit in keeping Mark Crawford. But I can also see how a, co- uh, how a, head, a new head coach would want to pick his whole staff.
0: That's true. That's what I was thinking. Man for man.
2: Yeah. I can see the merit in that.
0: Do you, Absolutely. Do you think this offseason we could see two Crawfords gone on the Hawks? Um, I, I, I will
2: put it this way. I think you're at least going to see one.
0: And you're not going to name the first name? No. Not at all. Okay. All, oh. all right. Okay. okay. Anything else you want to add to the series? Just that you know what
2: <sighs> the Hawks made it interesting. They, they I, I'm shocked and alone that they made it past the Oilers. But then again, I kind of discredited how flawed the Oilers really were in the end. But uh, this Golden Knights team, they just they they earn every little thing they get. They're a team full of second liners and top four D men. That, that that's how they play. Such a great team unit. The Hawks have a lot of growing up to do, but I think there's going to be a lot of changes coming um, this summer with uh, regards to what players we will and will not resign. A little allusion, a little uh, alluding to that, uh, you know, to Crawford's thing, by the way, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of, you know, addressing what we're going to do with our RFAs. Because if there's one thing that I definitely was not happy about going into this off season, Robin Lehner getting traded in the manner at which he did get traded um, really rubbed me the wrong way because Stan Bowman did not handle that like a class act in any way. That
1: really ended up biting the hawks in the ass, didn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no. Well, I mean, granted, they didn't think they were going to be in the playoffs, but, I mean, yeah. even that- in that regard, for him to kick him out of Chicago the way he did, to basically tell him, you know, hey – or like for him to say like, hey, glad that uh, I can always find out the the next step in my future um on Twitter from all you guys instead of you know going to the source. Yeah, that's a mess. That's oh bad. man. That that would that like come on, at some point accountability's gotta take over here.
0: Man, is a rebuild coming? Because I could kind of feel no, it. I kinda of feel no. it because why not bring back Laner? He wanted to stay in Chicago. Crawford is probably out this summer. If, well, if, the if there's season. a
2: rebuild coming, why would Lanier want to come back?
0: Well, I think he just wants the money. And
1: he yeah, but also it. why why could why could stay in the man not just pick up the phone and say, "Hey Robin, you got traded." I, I think mean, we know why. This guy's a he's a
0: coward. He's, he's a worm. worm guy. And, not, you know. Yeah, he's oh. made he made some good decisions, but a majority of them are bad. The the one
2: thing this guy can lay claim to is the fact that his name was GM? It was attached to the GM role during three cups.
1: Yes. Like, That's... like, and uh, his name also <laughs> is in the Hall of Fame, but not not because of what he did. Yeah, not his direct No. Name. Yeah.
2: No. I... no, and and, and it's, it's it's like that Ford versus Ferrari movie. Let 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 uh, let your boss know that he's not Henry Ford. He's Henry Ford the second. He's not
0: Scotty Bowman.
2: He's freaking Stan Bowman exactly he's the, he's the bastardized version of that freaking name screw him
0: all right let's cool it with this <laughs> language on this podcast all Ooh. right simmer, simmer down, down gentlemen simmer down. one more name God, i want to bring up to you You know
2: guys this is great i i really appreciate this, this is like therapy yeah, for me sometimes <laughs> take
0: a seat you know we're uh get it out whew, get it all out i'm gonna hey, i'm gonna get, get, bring up maybe a positive uh what do you think uh pious uh suitor fits next uh season um, I'm excited to see what he what he can bring. I mean,
2: if he's anything like uh, Dominic Kubalik and like you know, if his uh, reputation precedes him like Kubaliks did, I mean, hey, that's another great European pickup.
1: Yes. Now, are, are we 100 percent sure that Stan was aware that he is not related to Ryan?
2: I not confirmed. Would not, I cannot confirm, but I will say this: as I said with Dominic Kubalik. Uh, all I hope is that Suter does not score at least 50 points next season because I do not want to see him get traded for a former Blackhawk and get and us get fleeced. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't want the I don't want the bread man treatment again.
0: No, that's not a great treatment. No, it's not. All right, anything else or we want to move on? Let's move on. Let's move on. The next series I have. Rest, rest in peace, Chicago Blackhawks. Hey, it was a fun little run. You got to give them that. They wouldn't. Have made, uh, they yeah, wouldn't yeah. have made the playoffs. Yeah, they did. You
2: know, one last, one, one last little little uh, knock on them, though. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for getting outclassed by the Golden Knights and showing why dropping from ninth to sixteenth in the first round really wasn't worth it. But you know, hey, you know, it was it was fun while it lasted, I suppose, as they say.
1: We, at least the Wild got a chance of the first overall pick. We didn't get it, but we got a oh, chance. Oh
2: God, that video. <laughs> wild tim I, I i i that i i showed that to some some people i work with this morning and i swear to god they're yeah. like we love this guy <laughs> they, they, oh yeah they are yes. looking for all because 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 a couple people that i uh that i uh do some lessons for are actually wild fans and they're like holy, okay holy cow he's 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 it's it's like seeing my reaction except not vocalized <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to love the reaction i'm, I'm doing my best Yes. All right. Let's move gotta on. Got
2: to let it out. Got to let it out sometimes. But yes, go
0: ahead. Go ahead. We're closing the book on the Hawks. Thank you. That was Slam a it know, shut slamming it, slamming it, like, it yeah. shut. We'll see how what moves are made. Uh, The next series I have up is Dallas, Calgary. Dallas is leading the series three to two. Um, Anyone want to fill in on that?
2: Freaking Keith Jones on the goddamn NBC broadcast actually said, and I it, look, <laughs> I we've been saying this the whole time about this series it's not it's It's just there's there's no like x factor or appeal to this series that makes it jump off the page and keith yeah. jones is sitting there he's like well i don't know what direction this series is going to go in but you can definitely you can definitely expect it to be exciting
1: no and it's
2: like wait what?
1: <laughs> yes what I, if if I'm being perfectly honest, I, I have not watched a single game of the series because I just don't give a shit. Like, uh, there's nothing that gets it, you going about like,
2: it. Yeah, and you want to know what? I, I kind of I, I depend on uh, Avs rich here to uh, actually let me know if, if uh, Matthew Kachuk is playing. If Matthew Kachuk isn't playing, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of don't care. <laughs> here's don't care about here's my notes.
0: Here's my notes on the Kachuk. He's missed his third straight game now, and he's got a concussion in game two. Well, that's hmm. good, so I don't know if we will see him back soon. There's been no updates since uh the game, the most recent game
1: Ooh. so interesting Kucherov just absolutely bipped Felino in the mouth with a stick, like just a just a cross check <laughs> right to the mouth, and then Wenberg just jammed it in oh. it still went in but felino and Felino didn't even like it didn't even phase him, but he got bipped he in the got mouth bipped
0: right then... in the mouth what's yeah what's that score right now? Is it two two or? Three three two. three,
1: three, two, three, two jackets. Three,
0: two jackets. 15.8 seconds left in the second. All right. So we're
2: going to watch this damn series. Yeah, people. watch
0: it. It's watch it. It's a good series. Good series. It's a good little series. Um, so the Flames top six right now with Alka Chuck is Reader, Monahan, Goudreau, Lindholm, Backlund, and Mangiapane. Um, Yeah. You know, it's okay, top six. This uh yeah, no,
2: no, no there's there's some good there's some good players in there,
0: yeah, uh Dallas is still without Ben Bishop, no one knows what's going on with this guy,
1: ah, uh, I mean, Ben Bishop is a very good goalie, but he tends to get injured all the time, his groin is like I, it's like made of paper or something, I think.
2: Yeah, that groin direct, directly led to the Hawks winning the Cup in 2015,
1: so yeah. Exactly. I, I, no, I, can, that, no. I was so he... upset at that time. <laughs> uh, but, like, you cannot tell me that uh, – I understand Vasilevsky was only 21 at the time, but like you cannot tell me that uh, a healthy Vasilevsky is not a better option than a Ben Bishop that cannot move laterally.
0: Yeah, and He, they, completely he could not move laterally. He, he could only agreed. move like forward and backwards. That you remember that rumor of him pooping his pants? No. <laughs> <heard that laughs> yeah, they said he pooped his pants. That's why he left the game, but he had an injury. I mean, maybe he Good told God. them they're like, hey, what happened? He's like, Oh, I, I pooped my pants instead of saying he got hurt. Well
1: see what happened what happened there, we actually talked about that in the in an old podcast called The Basement Boys. Oh, yeah. And out. uh in in an episode, and uh what happened there was Bobby Lou Roberto Luongo just tweeted out like the shit emoji when that happened oh, and yeah. then everyone's like oh he shit his pants and it's like no that's like not a confirmed story <laughs> whatsoever
0: <laughs> like, maybe Bobby Lou just saw the face of uh Ben Bishop and he's like yeah that's a man who just pooped his pants
1: well see what happened like Bobby Lou actually uh it came out after he retired uh, maybe it came out while it was happening and just wasn't talked about uh very much but Bobby Lou in his career, at one point, actually did shit his pants during a game. So that's he he knows from experience, but that's that is not what happened to Ben Bishop.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a couple stories about guys pooping their pants. Um, who's that? I can't. I, his name is not coming to my head. And right who's the guy with the nice eyes? That's friends with the uh, biz. Oh, Taylor. Taylor Pyatt? Pyatt. Taylor Pyatt pooped his <laughs> pants on a breakaway. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's a, an awful, awful feeling. What the that's
1: hell? Just, can you imagine if they, like, drip down no. his leg, like, oh, no, on TV no, no. onto know. the ice?
0: I could just oh, picture God. going to the locker room, cleaning out your shorts, and then you got to put that wet gear back on and some poop still in there. Oh, what an awful, awful, awful feeling. So we're going to stop talking about poop right now. Anyth- yeah, any- sorry to the listeners. <laughs> Anything else uh, with, this, with this boring uh, Dallas Flames? series i mean what else really is there to say other than the fact that
2: i mean it's like i was telling you rich it's this sick. this really is a series that like this is really dallas's series to lose even before game five because without matthew kachuk and that that little that little rat freaking taking the piss out of anybody on the other team it's it's really kind of <laughs> it's kind of evening the uh the playing field a little bit for uh for dallas so i mean i think this is dallas is to lose right now even even before game five with the win they had
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i i can agree with that
2: because that matthew kachuk is just such a different difference maker but yeah that that's that's the last thing i was gonna add
0: oh yeah matthew kachuk's totally made for playoffs and if this guy's hurt in the playoffs then it's like you know i don't know you gotta he adds that little sandpaper to the playoffs for uh, yep. the Flames here, and when you have guys like Goudreau who are just getting pushed around, I think I saw him uh, the last game. He got checked into the into next week. He looked, he, he it looked like a little boy getting checked. It looked sad. So I mean, but uh, that kid's tough. So at least he, uh, I think he scored a goal um, last game. So you got to give him credit. Uh, yeah. Should we close? Should we close the book on this one? Please. All right, we are closing the book. Next series is Philly, Montreal, and Philly is leading three to one.
1: I have I have a little uh, tidbit. I listened to that uh Sunday episode. The series that uh y'all were talking about, it was the Eastern Conference Finals in twenty ten and it was Phil it was against it was Philly Montreal and it was uh it was right like before Philly played the Blackhawks in the finals. So
2: that's right. That, that was where with standing on his head? Five?
1: I don't remember exactly, but I remember it was it was a heater. Oh. Yes.
2: That was that was Yarl uh moment of moment of fame.
0: Yeah. Moment of big fame. Um yes sir. So with this series, uh my notes are put a fork in it. Yeah. I mean, look. It, the Flyers I, I think we're seeing like
2: I don't know if it's a case of just the Flyers have been that good. It's just that you know Montreal just can't keep up with these. Uh, it's like the Blackhawks. It's just like the Blackhawks. Yeah, like there the 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 difference in class between both teams is very significant. Okay, that Carey I mean, can only
1: get you so far. Mm,
2: yes, exactly, exactly. And I do think that uh, like look, Carter Hart's got back to back shutouts. I mean. Like Philly is already a talented team as it is with all these great players that they have from your Giroux and your Couturiers and your Vorachuks and your uh Gosses Bear and Provorov. And but then you got the younger guys, you got the Farabies, the Lawtons, mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, Myers and um, Travis Sandheim, Travis Konechny. Oh my goodness, just I,
1: I love Travis Konechny, he is like oh, just he absolutely yeah, he's, he's a player. He he's a fish. little rat sometimes, but, like, oh, my God. Like, he's so good. He's he's very talented. He is
2: burned into my memory after that two-goal performance he had against the Hawks in the first game of this season. He <laughs> is just burned into my memory.
3: Um,
2: so, so, yeah.
0: The shots were yeah. uh, 29-22 Montreal yesterday, game four. So that's uh Yeah,
3: what was that all about?
2: I don't know.
0: I think Philly's defense needs to just, you know, tighten up a little bit, but I think some of these young guys on Montreal are really uh getting the experience that they need. So
2: Yeah, I in and, and like you said, just stick a fork in it. I I I I had the uh Flyers winning in five. So I mean, as far as I'm concerned, this is definitely going in line with what I thought was gonna happen.
0: Yeah, and uh I mean Nice, nice little run for Montreal. Uh, hey, but... kudo, kudos, to them. Kudos to them. Yeah,
1: for... good for them for making the playoffs. They got a ticket to the dance that the Wild did not get. So I, I can't chirp them. You know, good for, good for Montreal.
0: Yeah, and it's nice to see Carey Price is kind of uh coming back to his form. Yes. All right. Yes. So it's let's. Uh... Good to see him earning that ten million a year. Any more thoughts? I'm good. I'm good too. No. Good. All right. Next series we got. The next series we do have is the Capitals Isles. The Isles lead 3-1. to one. Any thoughts?
2: Uh, my, my, my first thought is apparently uh, Alex Ovechkin finally got the uh, message that he's supposed to show up mm-hmm. uh, in, in game four. So, uh, you know, who the hell knows right now. I don't think that's going to – I mean, I don't think it's going to make a difference. But, uh, you know – why is it to me I, I, that the that uh, the uh, Washington Capitals are just, like, thoroughly okay with being a one-cup-and-done team?
1: Uh, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, like, I, they just I, look so I understand where you're coming from, sense. and I think that's how the series is going. But when it comes to Alex Ovechkin, especially, like, how he played in the finals a couple years ago, I mean, the guy can turn around when he wants to, and you can't count him out. I no. Mean, and plus so uh, as much as is, it it definitely looks like the islanders are gonna take this uh and the the caps are a little apathetic uh if if Obi really turns it on i mean that's that's a different series we're talking about a different series so
0: yeah that's 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 two goals a game right there, yeah,
1: and plus i has I, that new looking
0: uh playoff goatee. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's like I don't think oh, I can. okay. All I all I know is that all I know is that
2: Kirby Doc has officially ruined playoff beards for me with that. All right, trophy. all
0: right. Let's whatever the hell that ugly ass thing is. Someone someone <laughs> put a muzzle <laughs> on this Kirby Doc talk. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, also we have to remember that uh, Trotz knows this team.
2: Yes, yes, he does. And he know and, he know, and he's and he knows Tom Reardon. Yeah, he's fr- he's friggin' old assistant coach. I
0: mean, he's basically has been. Forming him to become a head coach, yes. so he knows all his tricks. Uh, what else do I have? Also, uh, hey, hey guys, happy uh, OV Backstrom day, uh, 8 9. Oh, oh, yes, happy OV Backstrom day. Speaking of Backstrom, is... 8 8, 8,
1: 19. 8 19, 8 19.
0: There you go. There uh, you go. you're gonna get there eventually. Backstrom's uh, he missed game
1: four, so that's a that's a that's a tough loss, like Backstrom. Well, so Ovi is all Anders the goals goals flow through Ovi, but like all the playmaking flows through Backstrom, you well, know. That actually, and was that's awesome. That
2: down to what uh, Anders Lee did to uh, Backstrom. Yes. Ba- yeah. Oh wow! I, I would have never guessed that.
0: Anders Lee looks great.
2: It, it. I mean, like that hit that Lee gave him. I mean, that was not like by any means a hard hit. That was just him, kind of, you know, both of them skating in each other's pads and just. One of them just happens to drop the shoulder. I mean, it's not like he ran through him. It's just he just kind of stopped him in his tracks.
0: Yeah. I mean, Andr- unless, I'm, unless I'm downplaying. No, Anders Lee's a bigger dude. So, uh, and Backstrom's not oh, a guy I, I do see. Too. Uh, Putting the shoulder down. If he
2: gets moving, that's
0: true. Um, some other notes I have on this. I'll give you something to, you know, chew on a little bit. So, I mean, people talk about Holtby's deal being expired this offseason. Uh, do you know whose deal has expired in 2021-22? From which team? The Capitals. Oh, Alex Ovechkin. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. He'll be 36 by I then, and uh, I mean – if Holpy's, let's say Holpy doesn't come back, and I don't think that's the worst. I mean, I don't know. Holpy's not been that great this series. Yeah, neither is Elias Sans- Sands. Sans- no, I mean, so I don't know what they do, but um, I mean, can we ever see an Ovechkin on a different
1: team? See, I, I would like to see Ovechkin on a different team, but I have heard, uh, from Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Capitals, that he he has stated like at least. Five times publicly that Alex Ovechkin will not ever play as long as he's the owner of the Capitals. Alex Ovechkin will not play a game in a jersey other than the Capitals jersey. So
0: you have to like that. I wonder what I wonder what the deal looks like, but you have to enjoy those comments.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean having all that faith in a, in in your uh, captain, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I'm pretty sure the game is tonight. It's a must win, or was it? Is it tomorrow? I'm not sure. For the ca- caps, Iles. Game- oh, that'll be the all problem. right. So that's a that's a must win for the Capitals again. Um, some, yeah, very, very nice of the Capitals to uh to win their
2: game four against them and then make the um Blackhawks into the doggy for getting elim- eliminated first in the first round. <laughs> Thanks, appreciated that. Thanks a bunch.
0: <laughs> Thanks a bunch. Um, some more caps news this morning. Uh, cap sign yeah. once highly touted goaltender Zach Vukali. To a one year deal. See so he was a. What happened to him?
1: Wasn't he like a, a second round yeah, pick? Yeah, he was
0: a second round pick in 2013 by Montreal. Yeah. Uh, he.
1: That's. Yeah.
0: Goal, goalies are voodoo, as uh, Steve Dangle has once said. He was playing uh, with the Orlando Solar Bears of recent, so he's in the ECHL.
1: Um, Hopa. Uh, wasn't he the, the Halifax? Wasn't he the Moosehead goalie? Yeah, he was
0: the Moosehead goalie during the McKinnon-Druin uh, year. So yeah. he, uh, Halifax, Halifax! Halifax! So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe he uh, pulls like a Bennington or something, you know? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that guy soon. Any right. other thoughts on Caps Isles? Nah. Isles, just get that job done. Yeah, and uh, for the Islanders, I uh, actually like uh, Peugeot and Barzell. Recently, they look great. Both God, speedy. Peugeot has been such a great pickup. Yeah, he's a uh, he. He actually signed that extension too. Uh, I can't. I don't know the numbers, but um, yeah, nice little extension with the Islanders. He'll be around. Good lose, I, think was,
2: I think it was five years, six million, or six years, five million. It's some. Yeah, something yeah, around club,
0: that. One of the two. So yeah, one of those flip flopped ones. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I really like this Islanders team. I think they could go far. Um, so we're going to close the book on this series. The next series we have, which is on right now, it's Jackets-Bolts. Uh, game five is on. Uh, Tampa leads 3-1. to one. Any thoughts? Oh,
2: this is, this is it's still, still the best series in the entire playoffs so far. So I don't it, care it's a battle. What, it's, I don't care what anybody says. This, this is the best series in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. This is this is everything you want in hockey. This is everything you want in hockey. Just two teams blow for blow going at it the whole time. I love it.
1: It's, it's just John, so fast-paced.
2: Yeah, it's just it, it, so much pace in, in both teams. It's John Tortorella resilience against John Cooper, arguably the best coach in hockey right now.
1: And it seems like they're just, like, at least this game so far, like, they're just creating scoring chances, like, literally, like, one team gets a real good scoring chance, and then it goes the other way, and then the other team gets a real good scoring chance. It's it's really nuts. It's pretty you know, I, evenly matched.
2: I don't know if this is just me watching this and just being kind of a, a realist Blackhawks fan, but every time I watch this series, every time I watch it, I'm just looking at it, and I'm watching the passing right yeah watching all the yeah. passes they're throwing around and it's like tick-tack tick-tack tick-tack
3: tick-tack
2: and i'm just watching that and then i'm looking at the way the hawks were playing i'm just like man we can't put together three solid passes in a row sometimes that's coaching. these guys are just doing it in their sleep
1: it really is like nuts like with tampa like it, it's that like sergachev to kucherov connection is just absolutely it's perfect it's like, like uh, maybe it's the russian connection but like the chemistry sergachev just like he could just dish it just throw a little sauce and it hits kucherov's blade perfect and then he's writing a good scoring chance where he could either pass it uh or he could shoot it and it's it's nuts it's happened multiple times
2: and speaking of cooch wouldn't Kooch turn into such a goon
1: yeah, he's, he's been playing real physical. Like, yeah, as he I smokes. said, like, he cross-checks know in the mouth. Like, he's, he's around the net. He's fighting hard.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, that guy's got a little mean streak to him. And I think uh, the, the whole mentality with uh, Tampa right now is that they're, like, they just don't seem afraid anymore. No. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, this could be the year they go a little far, you know?
1: Also... Uh, both Kucherov and Sergeyev, they are breaking the NHL rules by uh, rocking the jersey tuck. I love it. I absolutely adore it.
2: I don't know why that ever got banned.
1: It, it was, so, basically, they made that a rule because they I think they were planning on implementing ads to the jerseys, and then people flipped out on the internet, and then they, I think, backtracked and said, no more ads. But they, and,
2: they, and they forgot to just make sure that people could tuck their jerseys again.
1: Yeah, but, like, I mean, people still do, and I, I haven't seen anyone called on it in, like, two years. That first year, they were calling people, and it was ridiculous, but, like, I mean, Kucherov and Search have had their, like, full back of the jersey tucked in the whole game, and nothing's happening, so.
0: Yeah, I really missed the full jersey talks. I mean, I could understand, like
1: – Matthew Shane had Yeah, he had best. a great
0: jersey tuck. I could understand, though, like, teams like maybe – uh like, you know, how, like, the Yankees kind of have, like, a clean-cut look. I could see, like, teams like maybe, like, the Islanders or, you know, the uh, Rangers that are like, hey, no jersey tuck. But I sh- I don't understand why that's all um, all around the league.
1: Well, see, what was, like, so absurd about the rule was, like, certain players, uh, just the way that they move and, like, their pants fit them, the jersey just naturally tucks. Like, Alex yes. Ovechkin... He literally had to have his jer- the equipment manager of the capitals he has two different pairs of pants, one white and like one red or, or, or i mean not like the pants are the same color, but like one with the white jersey, one with the red and the the jersey is literally sewn to the back of the pants because he it would just like he was trying to not tuck it in, but when he skates and he moves and he moves like a bowl, that jersey would just fall in, yeah, so I and mean just like it's it's kind of it's just creating unnecessary bullshit kind of just let players tuck in the jersey i don't I, I really don't understand
0: yeah especially if it comes down to like a game winner in like the the cup finals where a guy wins with his jersey tucked in and then say coaching on the other team calls it out and then there's some bullshit uh, nhl penalty that's given
1: that actually we haven't seen that happen, but, like, I, I could totally see – that would be the most NHL shit happening. Like, Game 7 Stanley Cup Finals, like, the game winner scored with some dude with, like, a tuck jersey, and then, like, the they'd call it back. That would be so NHL. Oh, yeah. I'd be so
0: – I'd be pissed. I think everyone should be pissed about that. Yeah. So, yeah, this game's going on right now. Jackets, bolts, it's been great. Um, anything else we want to add, we'll probably have a conclusion with that series um soon to come anyways so
2: no right. again if, if, if you're trying to get into hockey you're doing yourself a very big disservice if you're not watching that series
1: i agree it's this is this is a heater it is a heater so
0: the next series we will go into is boston hurricanes game five Boston leads the series three to one. That game four,
2: that game four was so disappointing from uh, for me to watch from a Carolina perspective. They choked so hard in that series and that in that game. Mm-hmm. They had the, they had a two. They I think they had a two nothing lead at one point and just just completely gave it away. Ended up losing four to three. They got score. They scored. Boston scored three straight goals. Over the course of I think like a five or six minute period, and then that that was it. They uh, excuse me, they scored four straight goals, but the fourth one didn't come till uh, the end of the game, and then Carolina gets a consolation goal. So, oh, just so disappointing. I I was really hoping Carolina would take that next step this year.
0: Well, I think that they probably would have taken that next step, but uh, the fetch injury is a uh, is a tough it's a tough injury. So
2: uh, all I'm gonna all I'll say to that is that that still doesn't explain how they gave up four straight goals in the third
0: period. Yeah, especially with the defense.
2: Yes, and and not to mention not to mention let's let's just re- keep everybody uh, you know in perspective on this. Tukarask is not playing for the Boston Bruins right now. It's, uh, it's I was about to bring that up. It's
1: it's, it's kind of nuts. Like yeah. the the Bruins are kind of it seemed like they were kind of almost in the spot where they were like. Not sure if they could do it and Ras kinda dipped out and like I think Bergeron there was, was Bergeron hurt. He was hurting.
0: Uh there's a guy who was hurt. Uh pasta was hurt, missed a couple games. Yeah, he hasn't played for four straight games. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Coach Cassidy said he will be in warm ups this game.
1: Ooh, whoa. Oh, boy.
2: Well, I, I think we can all. I mean, prepared.
1: it's not looking good for the cane. No. All right,
2: I'll I'll prepare my I'll prepare my uh, I'll prepare my, uh, my uh, funeral wake uh, speech for the uh, hurricanes then.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been a pretty good series though too.
2: It's been a great series. Yep. Don't get me wrong. It's been a great series, and I'll and I'll say this: if Carolina was facing anybody else in the first round, save for maybe. Uh, Maybe the Lightning—they'd probably be even in this series right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: I really do feel that way because their te- their their team is very special, and they're always. I i am right looking
1: team. right now. At, sorry to interrupt. I'm looking right now at the screen, yep. and just can you imagine how good it feels to be Zach Bogosian right now on the Tampa Bay Lightning after being in Buffalo for <laughs> so long? Oh, geez. he's playing hockey right now. He's he's having a good time. Like they're, they're looking good. I mean, yeah, that dude just, it's it's a good, it's a good day to be Zach. He
0: literally just said, Hey, I'm not coming into work today. Get me on another team. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, sometimes I really wish that that was the way that it could work with uh, all the, all the shitty contracts in the NHL yeah like just 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 tell them hey look it, 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 just gonna let you know as long as you're still here you're never gonna play another game you think you're a good enough player don't report so we can just you know rip up your contract
0: yeah there's, <laughs> there's so many little loopholes that we uh discover each uh
2: but it happens so much with buffalo first it was patrick berglin who quote-unquote yes. lost his passion for hockey and then You got Zach Bogosian, who has his whole thing. I can guarantee you that I bet you anything if Ryan O'Reilly didn't actually uh, get traded, he probably would have moved to get his contract terminated.
0: Without
1: a doubt.
2: Like, there's just something about Buffalo that is just super.
1: super No, I mean, like, as you were saying, like, Ryan O'Reilly said the same thing. Like, he said he lost his passion for the game in Buffalo, too. I mean, uh, it's. it's, I don't think it's a good time playing in Buffalo. I don't. I really don't think it is.
0: Yeah, it's nuts, ah, man. There, we need to have a whole episode on this because there's. I know that the fans are pretty hardcore there, but it's just. Are okay. we going to have any success coming out of there anytime soon?
1: Hell, basically no. they they shoot themselves in the foot. They they don't even respect their alumni. What was so absurd? I think it was like back in like January. They had some big alumni event and I swear to god the Buffalo Sabres themselves like the organization put on this event and they had like a bunch of their like the like basically like Sabres all-time greats and they put them in fake china jerseys <laughs> I'm not kidding they're yes. not they, they couldn't even get them like fanatics jerseys they couldn't i understand not putting them in adidas jerseys but like even like an old reebok jersey or something but like they got fake china jerseys for these guys it's just absurd they don't want to like they don't want to spend money even on something like that
0: i mean this is an nhl team we're talking about here so they should have
1: it literally it looked it looked like something out of like a like a peewee hockey league it, it was just absolutely absurd it like I cannot imagine being a Sabres fan and seeing something like that. I would be so beyond, uh, like upset.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. I mean, look at it this way: what what team is gonna is gonna win a Stanley Cup in the in in the next hundred years? First, them or the uh,
0: Maple Leafs?
1: Um, Ooh. is theres there is there That's is
0: tough. there a C option?
1: Yeah, um, can can we just say neither of them?
2: Yeah, you can absolutely say neither.
1: Yeah. I'd I'd say neither. I mean, you guys remember
0: like years ago where they're like, oh, Sabres and Leafs are the next dominant powerhouses in the league. And it's like.
1: I've been hearing that for five years. I've been hearing that the Sabres and Leafs are going to take over the league. And I've seen it.
0: No, same with Winnipeg too.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, look, I I get the Winnipeg one. A little bit, but when Buff, when Big Buff left, I mean that that kind of put that thing completely in the rear view. Yeah, I, him and Tyler Myers.
0: It's just insane how much things change each season in the NHL. I mean, I just love this. Uh, this league is awesome.
1: Tyler Myers. <laughs>
0: Tyler Myers. Yeah, they lost Buff Myers and Truba in one off season. So I don't think it. they're
2: too disappointed about Truba anymore, just because of the price and the fact that I don't care how long it takes for him to try and do it. I don't think he's ever going to live up to eight million a year.
0: He never no. will. No way. No.
1: They definitely overpaid.
0: So that was ridiculous. What were we? How did we, how did we come to this? We were talking about what, Boston, uh, Carolina. Oh, we talk, We were yeah. talking about Boston, Carolina.
2: We talked about Bogosian and how ah uh, yes, be happening yes, right now.
0: Yeah, so anything else really to add to this series is a good series. I'd suggest checking it out.
2: All, all, I, all I'm going to say about this series is like from, from deep down inside of me, please, Jacob Slavin, Dougie Hamilton, man, make this a series again. Make this a series for your boys.
0: Yeah, totally. Especially since it's a, you know, Dougie probably uh, doesn't have too many friends in that Boston team
2: no probably not but you know what i will say this boston's boston's like know how to win attitude is definitely showing
0: right now yeah yeah totally all For right sure so we are going to end that series we are going to go to vancouver st louis tied at 2-2
2: <laughs> well
0: this series took a turn really quickly did
2: it not
3: um, Went yeah. two
2: two zero to Vancouver, who looked like they're actually like doing everything that they do with their game plan the right way, and now all of a sudden St. Louis comes in there with their brick and mortar, puts you to sleep kind of uh, style of play, and just You're just gonna beat you up. Yep, shows you how they're the uh, defending Cup champions again.
0: Totally, and the Blues are starting to get a lot of shots on net now. Uh, game four, Ryan O'Reilly had three points with his little hook blade
1: and uh yeah that thing
2: how is that thing not illegal
1: it it is illegal it is illegal he just does not get called it's honestly his blade is like uh, over a foot long at least and then like the thickness of it alone is it's like it looks like he's playing with a piece of plywood out there it's the it i forgot i actually looked this up but like it is definitely not within the rules of like the thickness of the blade. That's the real issue. And then at the very end, it's like a straight curb. And then at the very end, there's just like a, a like an almost like a 90 degree angle. And that's well, just it absurd. Fish, it
3: looks like a friggin'
2: fish hook.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it's highly illegal. And he just never gets called on it. And people are like, oh, he's a great face off guy. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, if like you go out there with a, freaking paddle for a boat, then yeah, I mean, you can win a lot of face-offs. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, why was there never like a McSorley
1: call-out with the? Uh, I, I really don't know. I, like, I, I, do in the get, Stanley yeah, Cup Finals, I is. wish Ryan O'Reilly would have gotten called out for that.
2: Seriously, I would have... Oh my goodness, it makes
0: me so pissed off that he didn't. Yeah, does this guy just get away with everything? What the heck? Yeah. And then he has all those trophies and stuff and, you know, all because of that illegal uh, curve.
1: So, uh, that's a hundred percent why
0: we're going to have to, we'll have to bring that up, uh, in a future pod because, uh, maybe we could start breaking news around the NHL, you know, get our name out there with this, uh, Ryan Riley curve. You know, they say, Hey, uh, these three kids were talking about it in uh, this podcast and now we're uh, investigating them.
1: I mean, it's, it's honestly like absurd. Like people try to say like Ovechkin's curve is illegal. Actually Ovechkin's curve is not illegal because it's like the right thickness and you're able to like curve it under it kind of as much as you want. That's totally fine. The issue with Ryan O'Reilly's blade is it's like way taller than the average blade, way thicker than the average blade, way longer than the average blade. And then it's like totally straight until the very end. And then it's just like a hook. It's like a 90 degree angle. It's, that's not like anything that I've seen before and it's not legal. No,
0: nope. Next note,
1: it's
0: I absurd. Next note I have on the series is Jake Allen got the win for them. Does Jake Allen continue as the starter?
2: <laughs> oh man, that's a great storyline to follow because what the hell? Is, like he's got another year left along with Binnington, and the old the, the consensus going into this offseason was going to be, you know, hey, you got to trade Jake Allen so you can make room for Binnington, but Binnington has not been good. Like Who... He had what he had, he had a good game, uh, game three, I believe. And then Jake Allen just deals to show him game four.
0: Who could have Dave, saw that what coming? Do you
2: do, what do you do if you're the Blues with that goaltending situation?
0: Is it solved? Is the goaltending in St. Louis solved? I don't think so. I think it's still a big question mark. Yeah, right, they're right. gonna, hi, I don't either. Uh, that's, I mean, goaltending is kind of hard to evaluate, but, um, you know, you got to have the guy who, uh, you just won you the Stanley cup show up this, uh, this series. So, yes. Anything else on this, uh, on this, uh, cool series? Nah. Um, just, I will, I
2: will say one more thing just because I haven't really said anything about Vancouver really. Uh, Quinn Hughes still doing some good, just still putting up a lot of points, still doing good work. Uh, Bo Horvat, one of the more underrated captains in the league, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, oh god, Elias Pettersson, man, that guy's going to be a stud. Gross. Oh, he's going to be a stud. So, just want to give them their their uh, the praise they deserve a little bit.
0: Could you imagine if Pettersson was on the Flyers and say Patrick went all the way down to Vancouver?
2: I would love to know. The decision making that went into the the first and second pick, and then why in the world picks three through five were so much lower than Patrick and in Heisher, especially considering the way they've turned out.
0: Yeah, that was a weird draft year. Totally, that was a
2: oh man, that was such a weird draft. Such a I weird think a
1: draft. lot of teams just drafted by need and not like the best player available and that's you never do that like don't do that it's gonna bite you in the ass so
0: yeah it was just like patrick was a big name for years and and he, he was having his concussion issues and he sure was this nasty guy and he's still nasty but uh i mean you have them McCar, Heiskin and petterson which are should have been top three easily
2: yes I I mean can, I mean in in retrospect absolutely,
0: mm-hmm. but I mean
2: oh my god what what a weird draft that strange was. strange
0: draft so anything else with Vancouver or the Blues? Nah, nah because
2: because if if we keep on talking about it too much longer I'm just gonna diss on the Blues. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we would we would hate to hear about that we would hate to hear about uh, dissing on the Blues.
2: Oh please you love
0: hearing me bitch about these things you know? <laughs> I do. Alright, so uh, next series we have is Avs-Yotes. Colorado leads 3-1. to Do um, you guys want to add anything before I go on?
1: So I've I've been listening to a lot of these games. I haven't been watching them because I've been listening to them while I've been fishing. And uh, I just want to say that uh, I had not listened to Paul Bissonette do the radio broadcast before, and he's doing a heck of a job. He's actually like really professional, keeps you Engaged And he's like, it's just like very casual, but like he paints a good picture of what's going on. Like he he knows what he's talking about. So I have enjoyed listening to these games. So if you can't, if you're out of the house or something, and uh, you're not able to watch the game, uh, I would highly recommend listening to the Arizona Coyotes feed.
2: Yep, download that NHL app. They got that uh, uh, listen to the radio, uh, the local radio broadcast yep. option on there. Just, yeah,
1: Ooh, look it up. Ooh, Blue Jackets scored.
0: Oh, what's the score?
2: 4-2. 4-2. This is going to get good. This is getting this interesting, This is
0: getting juicy.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, Hawk 10. Oh, yes. All right, um, I will say this. Uh, Darcy Kepper continues to be the gold standard for uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Game four clearly was not one of his better efforts, but that should not be in any way an indictment of his, imbili- of his ability. He still is by far the one thing that has gotten them to this point. Um, on the other side of it, uh, Colorado Avalanche, uh, that despicably nasty good team that they have there. Nathan McKinnon just wrecking all kinds of havoc. Miko Rantman doing his thing. Uh, Gabe Landeskog, again, just easily has to be a top five, top ten captain in the league at this point. He's doing so well for them. I, I don't know if I'd say top five, but definitely top ten captain in the I'll, league. He's
0: very, very underrated. I'll say top
2: five. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely make Because the
0: stretch case. from five to ten is it's big. It's no, pretty significant. No, we
1: might want to yeah. save this for the next segment, but, I mean, one guy that's just been <sighs> – Nazem Koyer, come on. I was just I was um, going to bring that
2: up. I was just about to bring him up actually. That I would love to know how many freaking Leafs fans are losing their shit right now over the fact that Nazem Kadri is just absolutely obliterating uh, these playoffs and yet he couldn't go two games with the Leafs without getting suspended.
1: Yeah, well, I mean I think it's the difference of when you have a you have a coach that's like a good person and like uh genuinely (laughs) like a nice guy and then you got a coach that's just like an absolute monster and has like psychology degrees and he is literally trying to psychologically ruin these players I mean I, I don't understand how that's a good coaching style so uh I mean it's not 1980
2: so yeah yeah No, it's not. Mike Keenan is not is not the uh, style of coach you want to be anymore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Iron Mike. I will. I will say this. uh, uh, My highest praise, though, has got to go to the man who will be the best defenseman in the league in a few years' time, in my opinion. That Kale McCarr goal uh, in Game Four uh, is just. It, it, it's like everything that you should love in the 70s about Bobby Orr. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Holy no. shit. That, that was impressive.
0: Yeah, that was a, that was unassisted. Oh. That goal was unassisted. He uh, totally just turned Golagoski into a pretzel, and then he goes backhand. Yep. So I don't know. Uh, he's, he's, he's an okay hockey player. It's pretty good.
2: He's a, he's a, he's a pretty good player.
0: Speaking of that guy. So, Kadri, in seven games for the Avalanche uh, in the playoffs, he has four goals, five assists, and zero penalty minutes. Zero. Uh, yeah. With the Leafs, he had 19 games played in the playoffs, three goals, seven assists, 56 penalty minutes.
2: Yeah. holy Moses. Well, okay, kidding? so Nathan
1: Kadri, he basically – I remember watching in, like, the Road to the Winter Classic thing uh, – like, after and before every single game, Kadri uh, talks on the phone with his dad and gets, like, a little, uh, you know, his dad gives him a little scouting report on how he played or what's happening, you know, what, like, going into the game, how he played after the game. Uh, so I bet uh, Babs was whispering in his ear, like, Hey, uh, you see that uh, guy on the ice in the Bruins jersey? You know, I I heard he called your dad a pussy. <laughs> So, I mean, it's – I think that's the kind of thing that Babs is doing. So, uh, he's – that guy is so
2: fucked
1: up. Well, yeah,
0: you have to love that the Leafs fans, and uh, they just basically ignored Babcock and his uh, ways for years and uh, still kind of ignore it to this day. Even if you bring it up, they, uh,
1: you know, they don't want to – They're like, oh, he won the Cups in Detroit. Yeah, okay, you put – like, I could be behind that Detroit bench from that time with that team, and I, I could win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I mean
0: this. I I wish the Leafs fans, you know, and you know the Leafs team in general the best, but uh, they do ignore a lot of shit that uh, comes up. And I mean, this Nazem Kadri trade looks awful. Looks complete awful. Um, Tyson Berry's oh, going to walk. You know what? You know what's you know what's unfortunate about that trade in retrospect?
2: It's a bad trade only because of one thing, in my opinion. And let me just say. Alexander Kerfoot is actually a very good player and he's been pretty damn good for, for Toronto. The only reason why that trade sucks is because of Tyson Barry.
0: Yeah. And I, like,
2: holy crap. Is that guy been shit for the, for the Leafs?
0: Yeah. I, I I don't know if you could fully blame him. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how Babcock was really coaching him during his uh, time there with Barry. Uh, Kerfoot's a great player, but it, Looking back on it, Kerfoot for Kadri does not uh, make a lick of sense. Hell no.
1: So, yeah. Uh, Ooh, Tampa just scored. That was a – Kevin Shattenkirk just teed it up, ripped it Kevin from Shatton. the blue line. It's it's an that interesting game. Uh, Torts, Torts is wearing – I love John Tortorella. Torts is wearing just like a, a quarter zip and uh, not not a suit. He's Wearing his quarters up, and he's, no, just, he's he looks a little upset.
2: He's just wearing athletic gear every game, yeah. Kind of badass,
1: it is pretty badass.
2: Yeah. Dude, no, dude knows he's a boss, Stanley Cup winner, freaking Jack Adams trophy winner or award winner. Come on,
3: he's,
1: and he's also, and if, he
2: knows what to do.
1: If someone wants to criticize him for wearing his suit, I'm sure you might catch a John Torrell fist to the mouth. So, truly,
2: oh, I mean. You, you, not many coaches are so bossed that they have their own top 10 of blowups on YouTube. So, I mean, yeah. come on guy, guy's an absolute legend. Love him. Love him so much.
0: So um, did uh, anyone hear uh, the Kevin BX uh, sports net comments on McKinnon? I did not. Oh
2: God, What did he say?
0: So Kevin Bieksa said that a 19 year old Nathan McKinnon approached him and asked him about, about fighting tips. And BXA told him, "Hey, uh, you don't need to fight. You're a superstar." And McKinnon replied, "I want to fight my own battles." Uh, oh, respect. Hey.
3: Respect is. right. So
0: McKinnon basically uh, turned Fisher into a little boy. I don't know if you guys saw that last game. He uh, basically threw him around.
2: Oh God, that was great. That was so great because you want to know what's you want to know what about Nathan McKinnon is just really underrated. People do not realize sometimes how big, or like I shouldn't say how big, but how like beefy of a frame he actually has.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like he is so strong in his midsection and on his and, and his legs are just like tree trunks, like any other hockey player. He just he, when he gets you moving around and he actually gets hands on you, oh my god, he could toss you around like a bodybuilder.
0: Yeah, he he has this underrated strength about him that is a uh, he's been showing so he's been showing it off in the playoffs a bunch. Um, he is legit X Games mode. He is uh, on fire. <laughs> Nine point seven games. He's making these beautiful passes. He's going to the net. He's sticking up yep. for teammates because on that Fisher uh, play, he uh, Kale McCarr was hit pretty hard, so he stuck up for his teammates and uh, he's been playing. You know. Great defensive game as well. Yep. Um, Good for him. I just think that this Nathan McKinnon guy is to- – I think it's McDavid McKinnon, and uh, I think if you don't really think that's true, uh, you need to get your head out of the sand. This is not 2017. This is a new
1: age of uh, these two top dogs are on top. This no. is, that's no, it. Is, Nathan, is Nathan McKinnon the, uh, the new pride of Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia? Well, like I said,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah. keep laughing. Keep laughing because I know <laughs> McKinnon needs these cups, right? He needs some of these awards. Yes, he
2: still needs a cup. He yes. needs at least a cup here.
0: But I honestly don't see Sidney Crosby playing a better game moving forward better than Nathan McKinnon. I don't. I agree. I can, I. I would actually agree with that. And I think oh, I mean, from here on out, absolutely. That's the case. But,
2: absolutely. That's true.
0: Yeah. And there's people who still, you know, still don't believe that. And you know, that's, that sucks for them, but McKinnon brings more to the game than Crosby's been bringing in the past couple of years. And plus, I mean, Crosby will bitch to the refs about things. McKinnon will just take care of it himself. And uh, he just, really? I love to see it. Uh, this guy's nasty. I mean, if you, if this guy was on either of your teams, you would be, Pumping your horn as well, because this guy is just a delight to see every game. He brings every game 100%, and I love it.
2: it certainly is.
0: Um, what else do I have? Uh, basically, Arizona doesn't belong in the playoffs. Um, they're basically just uh, – they'll score – it'll get like two or seven shots a period. Uh,
1: what, I do enjoy the Kachina jerseys. Kach- a whole yes, lot, Kachina jerseys
3: are
0: cool. Are
2: legendary. I have one in my closet right now.
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty badass. Uh,
0: Arizona's defense is just getting eaten alive. They're not really doing much. Jalmerson can't stay out of the box. Um, Taylor Hall is now he's trying to play physical, but he's getting shut down. He basically looks lost out there. Uh, Phil Kessel has been playing pretty good, but they're, they've been hammering him pretty well. So he's been getting up kind of slow on a couple of plays. Uh, what else do I think about this? Yeah, just, uh, I expect the AFC to either win tonight or the next game, but, uh, this series needs to end, uh, soon because, uh, clearly there's one team that's just much better than the other team. And, uh, you know, best of luck to Arizona in the future. Which team is that? That's better, by the way. That's the Avalanche. It's The Avalanche. Um, Darcy Kemper looks—he uh, looks great. I mean, that's basically it. That's all I could say. I mean, this guy can't. Yeah, this Darcy guy can't Kemper, face thirty plus shots. He is—he is, he is
2: fantastic. He Darcy Kemper has been fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, I think I brought this up on the last podcast, but I expected kind of like a Avs game where they just took over and you know scored uh, five plus goals. So the last game, seven one, the Brazil score. Uh, <laughs> yes you gotta you just oh i like that i
2: like that i like that shout i like that callback right there Rich.
0: you like that yeah a
1: little soccer
2: yeah that was that was that i like that that was classy yeah i've
1: been getting back on the the fifa my uh liverpool manager mode squad is looking pretty good so yeah the fifa's a great game oh yeah, good game
0: um i don't know i'm uh, i have nothing else really to say about this series about i just want to move on from the series yeah, i want right to just right. bury the oats so that's all i gotta say yep. and then also i also i want to add to it connor garland did a full split he did the splits last game and he missed uh, the rest of the game so i don't know if his legs are just uh not connected to his body anymore but that looked awful yikes. and that guy's a little fucking past sorry
1: for my language yikes um sorry boys are are we doing all of the series, or do you want to do the piping hot?
0: Yes. Uh, cold as ice. So we're gonna do one piping hot, one cold as ice. Each of us. You could either pick a player, a team, whatever. We're just gonna stick to one, unless you guys have three.
1: Okay. Uh, actually, I, I have I have two piping hot. Okay. I kind of. They're on the same team. All right. So we're doing piping hot right now. Yeah, you give it a go on the piping hot. All right. So, uh, welcome to the. Piping hot segment, not, 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 nah. not, I'm making it very clear, brought to you by Arby's. It is not brought <laughs> to you by Arby's. Um, we do not have the meats. <laughs> uh, Mark Stone and Riley Smith. I mean, they're both piping hot. Uh, Mark Stone and Riley Smith both have eight game or eight points in eight games played. Uh, Stone with four goals, four assists. Uh, Smith three goals five assists uh they're they're pretty piping hot and uh, I mean that Vegas has two just very good basically two top lines uh, with uh patcher Carlson stone uh Marceau, Stastny, so Stasney and Smith I mean both lines are just buzzing they're going uh got them through the Hawks the offense is kind of going through those guys it's i I'd say that they're pretty piping hot.
0: Those are piping hot picks. Absolutely. Hawk 10. Well, I mean, I'm just going to go
2: with Vegas altogether right off the bat. I mean, just that whole team. I know I know, I did the first uh, piping hot um, we did. And, uh, I mean, it, it really is worth mentioning again. Just that whole team, just from top to bottom, is just so, so well put together. Really are. They're, they're a spectacular team. Just everything about them, their their system, their systems team, and they can beat you in so many different ways. And then my second one, um, I'm gonna just have like with 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 respect to Nathan McKinnon, I gotta give it to Kale McCarr. Okay, I mean okay. Th- this this guy, this friggin' guy, just shows every game what makes him so special, and that I I can't get over that goal he scored. I just can't get over that friggin' goal he scored again in in uh, game four. It was spectacular. Just absolutely went inside out on the on the coyotes defenseman and just friggin' popped it backhand straight through straight through the back of the net. Just spectacular. Guy's got the speed, he's got the skill, he's got the he's got the intelligence. I mean, and he's got the defensive game what more could you possibly ask for in a, in a defenseman like that?
0: You know? Yeah. He's uh and then if he's I, pretty brave.
2: I, yes. Very, very. And believe me, it's not, it's not like that's easy stuff to do. I mean, that's, that is not easy to do what he's doing, especially when you consider uh, just how fast the NHL has gotten and how much the bigger guys have sped up. Yeah. So, yeah, he it's it, nothing that he's doing is easy, by any means. So full marks to him; he completely deserve deserves it. He is piping, piping hot. Uh as for a third, uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it to Carter Hart.
0: Yeah, that's a nice. I game. mean,
2: pretty, yeah, pretty piping hot. I mean, got gotta give a guy respect for getting back to back shutouts. I mean, he has been very very good. He's 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 been the main driving force behind that uh Flyers defense being so well uh well put together well uh, well put and uh just he he gives you he 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 really does give the Flyers that sense of uh of uh kind of safety really. He can come up with big
0: saves when it's necessary, you know? He's the goaltender of the future.
2: Yes, and it's the first time since Ron Hextall that the Flyers can actually lay claim to having a good uh goaltender.
1: Don't you dare talk about Ilya Bridge Golf like that. Uh-oh.
2: Oh, I would never I would never speak of the space bear like that. But his best mm-hmm. years were definitely in uh Arizona Ana- A- Anaheim in Arizona.
1: I agree. I agree, but is my guy. Hey, he, he
2: he did he he did pretty good in that 2014 playoffs for the Minnesota
1: Wild. Yeah, Warriors. I was about to bring that up. Like honestly, right. like uh I thought he did very solid. Like I Brilliant. I was I'm a big fan of the Briz.
2: Yep. What 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 how can you not like somebody like Briz? That exactly. freaking personality of his is just hysterical.
0: Yeah. I think uh I don't know how teammates feel about him, but uh
1: he's a great guy. So uh- that was that was horrible. <laughs> yeah. The 24/7 thing when uh he tries to sit with Yarmir Yager and Yager just like stands up and like leaves and then like he then tr- like, Briz tries following him to like the table that he goes to and it's, like he gets up again. It's just like that's why are you being so mean to the guy? Come on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Why did you? Why you so mad? Why? Why? Why you have to be mad? Why? Why are you so mad?
1: Yeah. That's a. Uh... He was a, he was a character. He was Actually I got, in Minnesota I, I, he was absolutely he was I adored in the Minnesota Wild locker room.
2: Come on, how can you not love a guy who literally looks at the media and says, "I have good news. First thing is I am not starting. Second thing is we have a chance to win."
0: Was that the Turk? Yep. Was that
2: the Termus game? That, that was the one That was class.
1: the Termus. He, he he's like uh, some tea uh, Earl Grey with some lemon <laughs> in my Termus. <laughs>
0: Amazing.
1: All right. Do you have
0: anything else for the piping hot besides Carter Hart? Nah, no, that, that, that's my three, though. All right.
2: I... Vegas, Kale McCarr, and uh, Corey
0: Hart. Or Cor-
2: Why do I say Corey Hart? I'm thinking of the musician.
0: Carter Hart. Yeah, Carter Hart. Carter. So Kata I, I just have two piping hots. I have uh, one, which is a little – it might not be that hot, but it's hot in my mind. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning. They kind of – they just I, – I thought they would have folded already by now. And they seem yeah.
1: uh, legit. They're hanging. They're hanging.
0: Uh, that's that Steve Stamkos guy is nowhere to be found. And uh, good. They, they don't
1: need him. They don't need him. So true. So that is my so
0: piping hot team. Uh, piping hot player. And now is Kadri. We can move on from that. Uh, here, I will actually add one more thing. Uh, fuck you,
1: Leafs fans. That's what I'll say. Ooh,
0: okay. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, this next segment is called. Uh, Cold as ice, and it's brought to you by the uh, winter in the city of Chicago. Also, oh, yes. Tampa just tied it up.
0: Oh my lord,
2: Tampa
1: just that tied it up. Goal. Tamper. Tamper. tighter.
0: Wow, that's a, that is hot. That's piping hot.
1: That's piping hot.
0: Torrance is probably losing his damn mind right now.
1: All right, uh, who's uh, who's cold? Okay, honestly, I I do. Uh, I I think throughout the whole series, uh, he has been actually piping hot. But uh, my coldest ice pick is actually Darcy Kemper because of that uh, game that he just got absolutely shelled. Um, Yeah, he had to be pulled off. That's, that's, as I say, uh, it's it's my little scouting report. I watched a ton of Darcy Kemper on the Minnesota Wild. Uh, He is phenomenal. He is lights out until he lets in one goal and then it gets in his head and he absolutely falls apart. Like literally he is the only goalie that after he lets in one goal just pull him, it's not worth it. Like he's going to let in like six more and it's, you're not going to be able to come back. So
0: yeah, it's, he can stop like 45 shots and like give up no rebounds. You get one past him, and then the next one's like just going five hole or something.
1: It's insane. He He just gets rattled so easy. It's it's really absurd, but until he less than that one goal, he's like nasty.
0: Yeah, and it really it comes. I mean, it comes back to how much is goaltending uh, importance, uh, mentality, or just like skill. I mean, a lot of it has to be mentality. I think,
1: I think uh, it's largely mentality, but obviously skill plays into it, and like uh, athleticism. True. Uh,
0: any any more cold advice?
1: Uh no, that's 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 my pick. Just okay, Darcy so Kemper, I, I
2: I I do actually have three that I, that come to mind at least. Number one for me, um, just based on this first round and how it's gone so far, I'm just gonna get the Blackhawks one out of the way. Um, I was originally going to say Alex Nylander, but I think I'm gonna say Alex Nylander and Alex DeBrinket, mainly because Ooh. DeBrinket finally started to show a pulse finally by the end of the series but before the end of this series he was absolutely non-existent in the enti- in all eight of their uh or all nine I should say of their uh, playoff games absolutely useless just could not put the puck in the net much like you couldn't uh through the entire regular season really and uh this guy's making six is gonna be making six almost six and a half million next year starting next year
0: and you don't want it to be as cold as ice
2: oh god no and then alex nielander i mean look i always i always i think i've said this before on the podcast but i'll say it again just to reiterate it kirby doc is the kind of guy that he could literally do anything in his in his uh, blackhawks career and i'll never like him just because i hate players of that kind of archetype But Alex Nylander is the kind of guy that, God, I want an excuse to like him. I really want a good excuse to like him and think that he actually is going to be just very, very good someday, maybe a 60-point player someday. But then he does what he does in these playoffs, and he's awful, just awful.
0: Do you think that Alex Nylander has been as cold as ice for years now?
2: I mean yes, absolutely, especially it, when you take into, it really into account like it,
1: the it's hard to get him it, it seems like it's hard to get him motivated.
2: That's exactly what it is. He's so unmotivated, he just doesn't seem like he cares. He just really doesn't seem like he's ever his head's ever truly in the game. So those are my the, the, those two are a package deal for me. Now number two on my ice cold, I'm just gonna go with Braden Holby.
3: Hmm.
2: So it just, and you could almost, you could almost make it to be that entire capitals team. But if there was one person who really needed to prove something about himself, because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent, it's Brayden Holtby. Yeah. He- I mean, nope. how much, how much, how much money has he lost this year?
0: Uh, a lot of money. He ain't going to be making 7 million. That's for sure. He's not getting that Bob's deal.
2: No, Absolutely not, and it's just nothing seems to be going his way. And I, I, I give him full marks for for the uh, Caps forcing a Game Five, but I mean, I'm not reading too much into that. Obviously, it's just that, that it's just all not working out for him this year. Still doesn't have any shutouts. It's
0: ridiculous. That it is ridiculous
2: for for a guy that has accomplished what he's accomplished in this league. And then that's so that's my number two. Now my number three. I, I I feel like this one's kind of a this kind of this is kind of like a borderline one. So I'm I don't know how this one's gonna how this one's gonna land really, but I'm gonna say Rod Brindamore. Ooh, this one is Ooh. a so. You Everybody was knows I, was, I, I, I sing the praises of the Carolina Hurricanes, and I love Rod Brindamore. But Rod Brindamore, I mean, come on, dude. You guys had a two-goal lead and gave up four goals against a posture knockless uh, Boston Bruins team.
1: Mm-hmm. Not a good look.
2: And, I, I again, I know that's something like, like, oh, you know, what about the players? What about the rest of the team? I honestly think that's something that a coach should be able to like, come on, guys, we know what we're capable of. We know what we're supposed to do here. Stay focused. And it just never felt like anything was ever was, was happening.
0: Are you trying to say that he needs to bring in more to the game? Oh, for God's sakes. Ooh, that's a... that,
2: that, I, I see what you were trying to do there. Mm-hmm. Respect. I, I respect. gave it a shot. Yeah, uh, Respect. Thank you. Took a shot. You might it. You, you might you might have you might have been shooting without aiming right there, but yeah. you know what? I, I respect the
0: effort. Yeah, you could say I had a blindfold on.
2: Yeah, you kinda had a you, you kinda had the blinders on. So <laughs> that's all right. I respect that. But those are my three for the uh ice cold. Uh again, it's just Alex Neilander, Alex DeBrinkett. They really, really needed to uh um prove something in these playoffs and they definitely didn't do that. Uh Braden Holpe needed to make his money in the playoffs and it didn't happen. And Rod Brindamore, I mean, come on, man. It's all uh, co- good coaches micromanage the games, and you did not do that in uh, game four.
0: So, my cold as ice are just two. I have uh, Holtby as my one cold as ice. You already kind of brought that up. And then the other one would be Jordan Biddington, kind of stinks. Yeah, that's
2: yep. a good one, too. That's a very good one, too. Uh,
0: this guy was a Stanley Cup winner, and now he looks like he is a, uh, just an average Joe. Uh,
1: do, do I look nervous? Yeah. Do I look nervous? Well, now you stink. So. Yeah. Now, now you do, <laughs> buddy.
2: Well, by the way, what did he say that?
1: Uh, it was like someone. It was in the Stanley Cup Finals, and it was a reporter. It was a. It was a dumb question, mm-hmm. but yeah, some reporter asked him, like, "Are you nervous about this?" And it's like, uh, first off, uh, of course he is. It, like that's that's dumbest shit. Like, and then for him to say. Like I understand like you, you don't want to say like yeah, I'm pretty nervous, but like I don't know. Like I, I do appreciate the confidence, but now it's it's like buddy, now now you look nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that came yeah, right that, around.
2: Again, everything that happened last year and then everything that's happening in the playoffs right now just kind of makes me think that the blues are completely were just a team of destiny last year. That's it.
0: A one and done.
2: Yep they weren't the best but they were the they were the right team at the right time
0: so that was piping hot and cold as ice uh anything else you guys want to add before we
1: finish up i i do i i have a bit of news um so i finally uh got a working laptop that i have not had since january uh so i'm hoping let's let's give it friday for the release date i'll get up the buzzin sports website so uh give us a follow I'll, I'll try to get some social media up um we'll have a website um i will be the editor and i will have a little column it's uh called i'm bringing it back i had it before when we had the basement boys i'm just gonna bring it back i like the name uh it's called state of the state of hockey because the minnesota is the state of hockey and it's like a state of the union on it and uh yeah, I like that so That's once true. a week I'll, I'll just do a little update and then i'll also probably do a little bit of just like breaking news and stuff for the minnesota wild uh if you gentlemen want to write stuff, uh, you know, Hawk Tim writes stuff about the Blackhawks oh, uh, Richard can write my pleasure. about the Avalanche, and I mean, all of us can just write about NHL news in general, whatever we want to write. so absolutely. Hawk Tim would be your what would be
0: your would be your, uh, your thing on
1: there What would: I...
2: Oh, I mean I, I would probably spend it's, you know what for me, it would definitely uh, depend on the time of the year. Uh, be a lot that has to do with basically what should change from you know moment to moment, really, depending on the uh time of posting. So, I would say like right now, it would definitely be a lot of speculation about what is going to happen in the offseason, what should change, kind of what moves we should try and make, just stuff like that.
1: I have a great title, for yeah, you. but what, what's the title? Oh, so Richard's old title, Wait, I don't know. Oh. Uh, I hope I hope I'm not scooping you, but your old title I don't know if you're keeping that think, one. It was I'm, Avalanche Alert. I think I might. It was pretty dope.
0: Avalanche Alert. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. I think a good one for Hawk Tim would be Black Hawk Down.
1: Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. You
2: like that? Oh man, you know I mean, what? that's 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 hard. That,
1: that's tough. <laughs> that's tough.
2: I I, that's, I you it's, know it's what I good had good an idea in mind, mind. actually and it was kind of a family guy it's a family guy reference uh but uh i don't know you, you guys like uh family guy uh no. i used to okay
1: I, so, I i did when i was uh so, in eighth grade
2: yeah so one of the one so like one of the like one of those like a little like cutaways that are like a like a nod to like pop culture or some like they're ripping on some celebrity or something like that they did one on ashton kutcher where uh the, it, you know it cuts to like one of those asides and then all of a sudden peter like throws a tomahawk at ashton kutcher and he's like hey ashton you just got tomahawked so i would so what i would be <laughs> thinking probably would be like Tommyhawked or something like that because not doing tomahawked that's a little insensitive nowadays i i think yeah. black
0: Hawk down is better probably probably <laughs> yeah i mean that's uh We'll have to figure out uh what we're going to go with. I think uh, Avalanche alert will probably be mine. I just I, I like the way it comes off the tongue. Yeah, it's not bad. It sounds good. Yeah. So uh anything else besides the Buzzing sports site coming up?
1: Uh I don't got nothing.
0: to him. Just
2: keep on enjoying this playoff hockey.
0: Yeah, so uh you can follow us at Stuck Hockey on Twitter. Uh tell your boss about us, tell the guy who's pushing carts at the grocery store about us. Uh tell your grandma about us um please uh subscribe and thanks so much for listening say goodbye fellas take it easy everybody
1: (laughs) have have a wonderful week day whatever uh you know safe be be healthy all right we will see you next week bye-bye
3: bye-bye